What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Where's the energy? It's um I don't even see your waveform on here. Um it's flatlining. I'm sorry. So am I. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa, it's fucking freezing. I'm, I'm literally in a sweatshirt. It's she never like, wears a sweatshirt. I never wear one and I'm freezing. I know. It's what did you, what did we say? That, what did you say? We got like a little teaser. Yeah, so like that nice seventy day degree day, and now it's like ice cold. My seasonal depression was leaving. I was thriving. I was so excited. I'd get outside in the sunshine. It was like I saw for literally just like two or three days that we had it. My mood was boosting. Do you know what it feels temperature right now? I know it's actually like twenty seven or some stupid oh. fucking shit. Okay, well it feels like twelve. Great. So oh my go f- god. Yeah. So it's like we're back to the middle of winter again. What's going that's on? It's ridiculous. I mean, at least the sun is shining. I mean, that's a nice thing. I do I do feel better when the sun is out, you know. But it's but it's a it's tease though. Then when you step outside, degrees. it's still cold. It's ridiculous. I know, I'm really upset about it too. So am I. When is it gonna go back? It says snow one day this snow week. Friday. So what the f- whatever. No. Just whatever. I'm laughing. I think but I'm actually it. really upset She's about it. She's crying on the inside, guys. I am. But it's really I don't. Upsetting. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's really. You get that little bit of a taste of like warmth, it, and instantaneously you're like, oh, this is so nice. Seriously. Like your mood changes. You're like, seasonal depression's gone. This is nice. Mm-hmm. And the nicest day was Friday, where it was like 70. But that was also Eva's birthday. And I had so much shit to do that I didn't even get to enjoy it. Mm. You know? I'm like, damn, why couldn't you be born yesterday or tomorrow? (laughs) Why is it going to be today? (laughs) The day we went to Taco Bell was stunning. Stunning. We We ate Taco Bell in the car. I love sitting in the car. Do you do that? That's a problem of mine. No, I mean, I normally don't. Mm-hmm. I did it that one time where I realized I was having all the heart issues. Mm-hmm. Remember, I was like, oh, yeah, you sat in the sat driveway. In yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I did it the other day, but it was just because I had shit to do and I wanted to make sure I got it. Because I know once I walk in the house, it's like dogs jumping on right. me, cats meowing at me, Aaliyah needs me. And it's like, let me just do this real quick. Yeah. And uh, But it was nice because you just like, especially if the windows are up and the sun is just hitting in your face. Mm-hmm. It was nice. I but know. I don't do it often. I do. My gym trips... Like, add on an extra, at least another 30 minutes. <laughs> you just sit there, huh? Well, I get things done. I'll, like, go through certain things. Or, yeah I'll, yeah, I'll just sit there and scroll. It's just, like, I don't know, relaxing to me. Like, you said, the sun going through the window mm-hmm. and stuff. I just love sitting in the car. See, and I'm sure if you did it today with the sun beating on your window, you'd yeah. have that same feel, even though it's yeah. fucking 12 degrees out. <sighs> but, yeah, the sun. The sun is shining, guys. It's, it's a beautiful thing. That's a fact. And I'll be the first one to go, oh, my God, it's so fucking hot. I know. <laughs> I can't wait. Can't. Well, not, I don't want really hot weather either. I don't know who. That's not enjoyable. No. But spring is so nice. But I guess the downside of spring is that you get, like, 70 degrees and then 12. And then snow. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, spring doesn't start until the 20th, right? Yeah. All right. So let's hope this bitch holds up by the 20th. I was in the backyard yesterday. I was playing bubbles with RJ and I looked up and the tree in my neighbor's backyard has all the little red because she has like a red maple mm. or whatever it's starting that tree to is. Spud? Or they have all the little like yeah. 
I mean, they're not actually growing yet, but yeah. it was just like all the little red uh-huh. fucking whatever they're called, little ball things. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's here. Come on. It's and so then they're like, just kidding. Forget yeah. it. It's ridiculous. We went for our walk yesterday mm-hmm. and the little lake, which is always quiet because of the wind, looked like an ocean. Mm-hmm. I mean, I stopped and I tried recording it. And it's funny because I'm a big bitch and no wind is going to blow me down. But because <laughs> my ba- balance is fucked up, you had to see how many times I almost tumbled over. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it was that windy. It was so windy yesterday. And it was it was like 50. But it was but so wind. windy. I mean... There was a part of this where we went for the walk where there's like an open field and it looked like like a a sandstorm in a desert. I mean, it was just like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get sand in my eye, get my contacts. (laughs) I'm like walking, I'm like trying to like shelter, (laughs) shelter in place, guys. (laughs) Oh yeah, it was, at least we got a walk in, which was nice, but it was ridiculous. Well, that's our excitement on Long Island lately. <laughs> yeah, Mother Nature. She's all fucked up right I now. Know, she's I like, like, I don't know. want to be somewhere warm so bad. So I want to ask you a question because this is really bothering me. Oh, God. Do you cry at shows? Uh, Yeah, it depends. Like, say if you're watching a series and one of the main people die. Would you cry? Mm-hmm. It's just me, isn't it? It depends. Like, I mean, I don't really watch shows like that. Zane was the other day. He like Facetimes me. He's like, "You watching Good Doctor?" And I'm like, "Yeah." How do you know? He's like, "Cause you're crying." (laughs) I can't fucking stop. And I said to Ever and Aaliyah, "It must be that I feel like when I watch something, I put myself in their position, and Mm -hmm. I think that's why I always get so emotional." But we watched this one episode. If anybody's watching Good Doctor and you haven't watched the season finale of season three, just skip. But it was an intense, intense. It was an earthquake. It was like a lot of the main people had like whatever. P.S. One of the main characters died. And I (laughs) sobbed. Like I couldn't catch my breath. Seriously? The lump in my throat. Oh, see, I would like tear up, but I wouldn't like sob at all. No, I sobbed, right? So Aaliyah didn't watch it with us because she was doing something else. And and she said, Ma, listen, I really don't want to, because she's been so busy with her research paper. She's like, I don't want to hold you guys up. Just watch it without me. If we catch up, we'll start watching it again. So I went into her room and I'm like, Aaliyah, oh my God. So I watched the first half with her, right? Nothing. This bitch is cold. Right, so last night I said, "All right, this we, bitch is cold. we have to watch the second half." And me and Ever are staring at her, like waiting for her to have some sort of emotion on her face. Ever's <laughs> <She's> cold. <laughs> Ever winded up taking like her water cup, and like he's like, "Look, Jerry, there's a tear," and he like dropped <laughs> a drop of water on her face. But and Aaliyah said, "Ma, I think it's because you told me what was going to happen. Maybe that's why." I said, "Aaliyah." I'm hysterical sobbing again. I mean, <laughs> snot and everything. And I already watched it. Explain to me what my problem is. Because apparently it's me and not her because you said you don't do that either. I don't understand. Def- I, 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 
So- Alyssa, you would have thought I had a relative die. Yeah, no, I've never, I've never sobbed at a show. I w- I'll tear up or cry, but like not like sob to the point where I can't catch my breath. No. Can't catch my breath. And that lump right here. Oh <laughs> my god! Are any of you guys like a little baby like me and cry for everything? Um, I, I cry at reality shows. Like if there's like a sad one on American Idol, I'll cry. Or like when we used to watch America's Got Talent, if there was like an emotional one, I'll cry. But on like a a show, like I know it's acting, so it's hard for me to get like super emotional. Mm. Unless it's like relatable, I guess. I I told Aaliyah that too. I said I think it is like she's smart and well, not saying that I'm I'm stupid, but I think she (laughs) says this is acting. Yeah. They're, they're alive in real life. This is just a... But yeah. to me, it's like I get so involved and yeah. I feel the emotions of it that I just... You, I you, lost it. You also said that's a really emotional show and you seem like you're really invested in it. I so you're really connected. So yeah. yeah, maybe if I had a show that I was like super invested and connected yeah. and it felt like it was real, then maybe I would cry. <sighs> like... Marley and me, oh man, gets me every time. Quite hysterical. Oh, that's yeah. like a sob. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's an animal. I don't give a fuck if somebody dies. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, fuck that people. One, that one will get but me. But if you're an animal, I'll, I'll cry over you. I'll sob over you if you're an animal. Maybe I, tear up a little bit <laughs> if it's a reality. I have yeah, way more of a chance of crying if an animal dies in a show or a, te- or a movie or whatever, for sure. Because mm. that like that hits home. Then it makes me think of if my cats die and then I cry. <sighs> Okay. Yeah. That's pretty fucking funny, though. Oh. I mean, twice. I watched the episode twice, and both times his... I definitely wouldn't cry watch. on watch number two. And and I was like, I'm going to be strong. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to let her see me weak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... That's funny. Terrible. I just think it's funny that Zane FaceTimed me the other day, and he's like, you're watching Good Doctor, aren't you? Oh, yeah, we were in the car. I was sitting next to him. I'm like, yeah, I need to That's know. funny. <laughs> you I've know? cried at, at movies in the movie theater because I feel like that's like a setting, you know? Like you're in the vibe of like sitting in the dark movie theater and you're like really invested. You can't like mm-hmm. look at your phone or anything. It's like not like sitting at home. I've definitely cried at like romance, like love story movies for sure. Okay. So it is just my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> She's just cold, that one. I told her, I said, wait, we, if you were in your room and I didn't tell you what was happening, would you have been in there like sobbing? She goes, I may have shed a tear or two, Ma, but I wouldn't have been sobbing. Yeah. She's just so cold. She's hard. <laughs> oh She's a hard, hardened kid. You That's know? not true. She's very emotional, I feel. She's emotional about school grades, That's not about it. people dying in TV shows. <laughs> That's it. Just school. Yeah. Just like school. She stresses out about school and mm. shit. So that's what that's all that's on her mind then. She can't she doesn't have any emotion about anything else right now. Yeah, I had a talk with her yesterday too. I'm like, you need to stop this shit. What? You know? I told her, I said, I'll fucking pull you out of school. <laughs> I'll <laughs> you drop fucking, out. I'll just drop you out. You'll be a dropout too. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't like that. Like and I try to explain to her, like, I appreciate that she's dedicated. I appreciate that she's striving. She she wants to achieve certain things, and I respect that, and I appreciate that she's not just one to, you know, just get by. But at the same time, when it affects you mentally the way it is her— Well, she holds herself too, too high of a standard that is, like, perfection, which nobody can reach. And I say—well, I tell her that. And, yeah. I, and I also wonder, like, where the fuck she gets it from. Because I've never once, ever been one to push my kids. You know. I mean, you used to—I've never, ever. Like, I don't know. 
Maybe she know. sees how Saint and Imani did. She's like, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> well, I told her too. I said, not for nothing, but like to get into the colleges that she's interested in getting into, whether she has an 85 average or a 100 average, she's going to be fine. Yeah. So why strive, you know? But that's what that's her passion. That's, yeah. She needs to find other passions to distract her. Otherwise, that's just, that's her yeah. life right now, you know? Like she doesn't have. Like, school is her life. That's her passion. Yeah. It's but sad. it becomes obsessive, yeah. It's so, yeah. She's definitely obsessive over it. Yeah. Okay. I think guys. one day she'll just wake up and... Be like, fuck it. Nah, not fuck it, but like... Um, I think as she gets older, probably, because she's only 15, as she gets older, she'll realize that, like, okay, I'm just stressing myself out for no reason. Like, even if I try my best and that's all I can do, like, I'm still going to do well. Like, because... Her just, like, doing bare minimum is still doing well. Like, she just tries to go, like, over the... T- like, she wants 110 average, mm-hmm. but it's not even possible. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she wants to... Be the best. Be that, yeah. But I think as she gets older, she'll realize that, like, okay, I need to, like, chill out because I'm going to stress myself out. And, like, this isn't what all life is about. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many other aspects to life that matter versus just my school grades. Like, I'm not just worth a school grade. You know, I agree. Yeah. I ho- listen. I hope it as she gets older. You know? I think like too with the pandemic. Like before the pandemic, she, listen. She's always been like this with school. She's always tried her best. But I absolutely think there was more balance because she had all the extra act- extra school. What is it? Extra curricular, curricular activities. activities like she all had the marching bands and the music. And she had a life and was out with friends. And so yeah. I do think she had a life. So now I think that that was all stripped from her. So yeah. I think that maybe now she, all she feels is grades. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why. But yeah, there's no balance uh, in life. I don't know. I can't stand it though. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Like literally, like yesterday we went and she was trying on more dresses for Sweet Sixteen, like just looking around and um enjoy it. Like trying to get her out of the funk and try to and then we come home and as soon as we get home and it's like, Look, I can't submit it. Oh, look, it didn't go through. And it's like, come on, child. And yesterday Please. was Sunday too. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And I said, You know what? She's got me and you syndrome. That she has to be doing something all the time. It's terrible. Yeah. We're, we're guilty of it too. Terrible. Yeah, but I've been playing Scrabble to take up my time. That's amazing. Devastating, guys. I was on a 21-win streak and I lost my first fucking thing <laughs> over a tile. A tile. Because she laid her last tile and I had a tile and oh, she won because of my tile. Oh, fuck. Damn it. That's frustrating. Mm-hmm. I was proud of my damn self because I'm not a smart. I'm not a smart person. <laughs> you don't say that. <laughs> no, I'm like not. Hold on, sorry, my plug fell out of the wall again. I'm not like educated, and some of these words people put down, I'm like, is that even a word? Like, how do they even get that? I mean, I'll I'll like get desperate and like try to yeah, which is too. what Zane said. He hates about that. Like, yeah, he, he just kind of move scrabble. around the tiles to make a word, which is interesting because he's such a tech person. But I understand it kind of is like one. cheating, mm-hmm. you know, when you're just kind of moving it around until it yeah. gets, gets green. You're like, score! Yeah. But some of these words people come up with, I'm like, damn, they're so smart. Well, people look it up, too. There's like a website where you can put in what letters you have, and it'll give you all the options you can put down. Well, what's the point of playing that? I know, but people uh. do that. If I play against like the computer where you like have to beat a certain score, I'll do that shit. Oh. Yesterday, Zane and I played like the real Scrabble, oh. <clears throat> and we were tied at the last thing. And then I played my last tile, so I got the points from his, so I won. But we were literally two ninety nine each oh at the end of it. Oh my god, that's Isn't crazy! That cool? Yeah, I know. So we were playing pretty even. 
And fun. and my brain can't function like I, I think I played you or yeah, I think it was you. Where I put down one word like horizontally and then you put a word right on top of it horizontally <laughs> to make all those two letter words. You're like now it's just a block. That yeah. shit fucks me up because now what do I do with it? I know. What do I do with it then? You smart ass people. That's what I'm saying. That's a smart move. I can't do shit like that. I'm like, dog. I don't know. I put like this, the lamest, simplest words, and then people come up with these words. I'm like, wow, I, know, I really do look so uneducated. But that's all right because I've been kicking everybody's ass because I just no, make sure I get it. those good, like, fucking yeah. double letter, triple I knew word, you'd love like it. that shit. I, I knew you'd love it. I know. Candy Crush is like feeling, they're like, oh my God, you left us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the day that I can use all seven of my tiles because I didn't get extra 50 points. <gasps> really? Yeah. If you use all seven tiles on the board, that means you have to make an eight letter word because you have to connect it to something. Wow. Unless it's your first word that you go down, right? Oh, yeah. First word. That, uh, um, is there a way you could switch your tiles in the game? This is so stupid. Why are we talking? Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) No, because, like, uh, twice. I forget there's a mic. I was playing two different people, and my tiles on both of them were, like, A-A-E-E-I-I-I-O-U-Y. What? At the top, there's little things that you can, like, use your gems and, like, switch tiles. Oh, no. I, I meant, like, without using bonuses because I don't even know how to use that shit. I told you the other oh. day. My screen turned green and I didn't know. And you were like, oh, you must have did one of your things. Oh, you don't even know I how to know. get there. I don't even know how oh, to do yeah. it. No. But you get gems, like, a lot. Like, if you just watch little ads and stuff. Mm. So, yeah, and then you use them on the hints. Okay, anyways. That was stupid. Sorry, guys. Okay. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's what we do in life. We play Scrabble on our phone. And, and listen to Zane play in real life. That's, that's our excitement <laughs> of the week. <laughs> Okay, um, we are going to read updates from you guys. Sure thing. Okay. Uh, This first one, let's see if I can figure this out. This is an update from actually one that we just read recently, I'm pretty sure. Um, Her and her ex broke up four months ago. It's been hard. They had a two-year-old son together. They're 21. They hit rock bottom. Um, he was doing drugs and he's been sober for a year now and she's happy for him and it makes her want to see if she can make the family work and, um, she just doesn't want to throw in the towel and she just wants this picture perfect life for her son. And so so should she give it more time to see what happens and see if he's changed? What would, what did we say? All right, well, going off of what I've read in the update, I think we said something like, don't stay in the relationship just because of your son. Okay. Because she mentioned that in here. So I'm pretty sure that's obviously what we said, you know, like it's don't stay just because you have a child. Right. Because sometimes it can't always be what you think is an ideal situation. Right. You know? Okay, so she says, update. I'm actually freaking out right now. Holy shit, you read my email. I almost freaked out while I was working. (laughs) Anyways, update on me and my ex. We are not together. And I found out so much more after we broke up. I found out that the whole five years we were together that he was talking to another girl, other girls, girls, behind my back, and doing drugs also. I realized that the relationship was toxic and I needed to get out. All of my friends said that they could see the biggest change in my mood and everything. To answer your guys' question, yes, he is begging for me back, but I 100% know it's not what's best for me or my mental health. I know I shouldn't stay in a relationship just because I have a kid, and now I'm going to get a lawyer and stand up for myself, and I'm doing so much better. I'm so happy and trying to learn how to love myself. I've got 
I've got my own apartment and I'm fully doing everything on my own and I'm proud and happy. I've got an amazing support group. Thank you guys for reading my email. I love you guys. Bye. Bye. That's fucking amazing. Amazing. You don't need no man. You don't need no man. But that's fucking amazing. Congratulations. That's a good update. I'm proud of yeah. you. It is. Listen, it's fucking hard. Mm-hmm. But her friend's noticing a change in her mental health. Like, that is the biggest indicator. It's like, all right, yeah, I am doing a big— uh, I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Even though it might be a struggle, even though there's going to be hard times, even though there's going to be times you're going to miss him, but you know you're doing the right thing. And you know what? Your son deserves it. You deserve it. Beautiful. That's fucking amazing. Congratulations. Congratulations. Okie dokie. Ah. This is just a somebody sent in um, a picture because we were talking about on one of our last episodes, the body count, one of those episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alyssa was mentioning like ha- wanting a big dog and a little dog. Like <laughs> she just loves the way that looks and maybe the little dog could ride on the big dog's back. <laughs> and she wrote in and she said, <clears throat> I have... Uh, a chihuahua and a golden doodle. Oh, and I want to dream. say, yes, my doodle is growing. He's only four months old, but already 40 pounds. Fuck my life when I try to lift him for anything. <laughs> I attached some pictures of them. Chihuahua is 11 years old, eight pounds, named Penelope. And my golden doodle is four months, 40 pounds, named Hux. <laughs> Penelope. Oh, Penelope. Look at you. Oh, my. That is my dream oh. combo. A chihuahua and a golden doodle. Oh my goodness. That's Penelope. Look at how she's got a Penelope. What are those called? A bandana. A a bandana around her neck. It says (laughs) Penelope. And look, she puts her little lip up like Bella does. Her lip is up. Golden doodle. Oh Oh my fucking God. I think Zane and I are going to have a Berna doodle and we'll see what little dog we get. I really like corgis too. They're not as small. Your doggies are absolutely adorable. Oh man. We, um, wait. We were at the park yesterday, and we took the dogs, and there was a corgi there. Adorable, right? So she's in front of us. Well, the the family. It's like a family. The girl has a leash. And then a little something walked past us. I don't know. Another equally small dog, right? Mm -hmm. This corgi went after it. (gasps) Uh, And the the people weren't really paying attention, you know? And she was on one of those retractable leashes. So the owner was trying to, like, when she finally realized, she was, like, trying to pull on the retractable leash. It was a hot mess. (gasps) But the other person walking the dog was like, really? Like, really? And I'm like, now I have to pass them with my two. My dogs will eat you up and spit you out. I'm just kidding, guys. They really won't. But I'm saying (laughs) size-wise. My dogs can eat them up and spit them out. And... We walk by and this dog did nothing. And, I'm, and she walked by. As we walk by, the girl goes, "Oh my god, thank God, your dogs are so well behaved." Uh, and, and I'm like, "Yeah, she probably figured that my dog would try to attack her dogs." Yeah, but her little shit was so vicious. And it was a corgi. It was a corgi. Huh? And you don't know what the little other little dog was? It like a pomeranian or no, no, no. It was bigger than a. Pom- it was a little bit bigger than the corgi. It was probably just like a mix. Mm-hmm. It was a cute little dog. Uh-huh. But it was just minding its business with its two owners. Da, 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 da. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, this corgi. Oh, my God. Poor thing. Oh, my God. Wait. So we pull up. I'm sorry, guys. But you know me and my animals. I love animals. We pull up to the park, right? And a truck pulls in behind us. And he has, I want to say it was like a pit bull or a pit bull mix, hanging out the window. 
crying. Like, it was so happy it was at the park. Oh, oh I mean, like, like screaming. <laughs> Me and at first I thought it was like tires screeching. Uh-huh. That's how loud he was as he was pulling around the corner and oh he came god. in. Oh my god. Exactly. I'm like, oh my god, talk about fucking happy to be at this park, right? That's hysterical. And then as we're walking, there was this big dog. I think it was like an old Labrador. Oh, mm. something like that. Just an older. It wasn't it was like chatting with everybody. Oh <laughs> everywhere we're walking. I mean, we're walking and these people are like a mile ahead of us and you can still hear that dog just chat. I'm like, all these dogs are just so happy to be out. You know, it's been uh-huh. so shitty. I'm like, they're just happy to be out at the park. Yeah. But it's so funny. I mean, when you can hear those dogs, uh-huh. like that dog pulling in that truck, he was like, Thank God, mom! <laughs> You're taking me finally, I'm at the park. That's hysterical. <laughs> oh, it was great. There's a dog in our neighborhood that I just I saw the other day again and we saw when we were sitting in the car. It it's got short little legs like a corgi, but it's like gray and white and fluffy, and it's so fucking cute. It looks like a schnauzer. Schnauzer? That's yeah. A, you know those like fluffy dogs? Mixed with like a corgi or a wiener dog or something. It's got the short little legs, but it's like gray and fluffy, and he's just so fucking So cute. So cute. <laughs> I actually think it's the people across the street, maybe. I think I saw them come out with it. That's when I saw it oh, yesterday. Really? Yeah, I think so. It's fucking adorable. Hmm. I love that dog. I love the short little legs. That's what gets me about the corgi. Uh, we saw a funny dog. It was adorable. Let me not say funny looking. It was a pug, mm. but its <laughs> legs were long. So it was like a pug mixed with something, but it was like, <laughs> it looked like a pug on stilts. It didn't look right. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't look right. It was cute, but it didn't look right. I mean, and it wasn't like tall, like RJ tall. Like, I, right. I'm not saying it was that yeah. big, but the legs were literally like double the size. Like, you know, they're like so low to the ground. Yeah. Like this one's legs were like that big probably. And it just, it was like, yeah, it was off. <laughs> it must have been a mutt with something else. Yeah. But it was just cute because it was definitely all pug. Pug face, pug, you know, ear, like tail, everything. Yeah. And just on long legs. <laughs> it was very funny looking. Me and Aaliyah like, were like, what? <laughs> I think uh, I would get different, like uh... a... <laughs> I have to be, I have to be correct. Yeah. <laughs> it was adorable. I think I want to get like a, like a Pomeranian. Like I want like a, I like fluffy dogs. So like chihuahuas are cute and all, but I also would like some fluff. But if we have a Bernadoodle, then that one would be really fluffy. I had a Pomeranian. They're annoying as fuck. I know, but they're fucking cute. He. His name is (laughs) He. His name is Bijou. Bijou. Um, He was a bougie motherfucker. He was the the nastiest. Yeah, they're nasty. Shit. Yeah. I would rather have. (laughs) I don't know what I'd rather have. A regular chihuahua. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Um, but I'd rather have anything other than a nasty. If I can't cuddle. But, yeah. oh, wait. So, Monty came home last night. And Monty's like, Ma, you know, Rafi, he went to his friend's house. He's mm-hmm. like, Rafi has this dog. I forgot how old he said he was. A few months, maybe? Or two Aww. years? Whatever. Golden Doodle. Oh. And he's like, Ma, what? he goes, he stands on his back legs yes. and he's as tall as me. Yes. And I said, well, how's his personality? He goes, Mom. They're the best. He's so happy. Yeah. He's like the happiest thing. It's like a it's human. Just like, yeah. Like when that dog stands, like, um, uh, where were we? I don't know. I was near one once and it jumped up on me. At a car show or something? We had a car show, I remember, yeah. Yeah, like their paws are so big, but when they get on your shoulders, it's like hugging a human. Like they're as tall as you. Yeah. It's wild. That dog is insane. Yeah. Amani was like, Ma, he's huge. He's so cute. Oh, His so name cute. is Bo. Ah, Bo. Ah, ah. But yeah. 
I was like, yeah, it's so cute. And the fact that they don't shed. Hmm. I know. It makes it even more tempting for like a future, a possible future dog for me. <gasps> I would die you know, if you got a golden doodle. Well, I mean, that would be years down the road because I have Mimi and RJ right now. Yeah. But. I've always said I wanted a golden doodle named Bailey. And so I was like, I don't know when the fuck that's going to happen though. So Bailey the kitten, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was meant to be. Yeah, exactly. She fits it perfect. Yeah. She's over there sleeping. She's so cute. Oh, I fucking love her. Anyway, sorry. Another Anyways. rant. Oh my god, another one. Big dog, little dog. A Bernadoodle. A Bernadoodle oh, and a Chihuahua mix. My. You guys got to post these photos in the group. Yeah, can look you at, guys post these in the look group? Look at that Bernadoodle, so dude. I need that dog. His name's going to be Ollie. <gasps> Clyde. Oh, wait. Oh, I was just about to say, I've seen him before. And she said, you guys have seen him before. Um, he's a Bernadoodle with our friend's dog, Ollie, who's a Chihuahua mix. They love each other, and it's so funny to see them play together. <laughs> oh, I love oh it. Oh, my God. Oh, my Adorable. God. Adorable. Clyde. A Bernadoodle would be hard to find, though. Clyde. Like, I don't think he'd be able to rescue a Bernadoodle. Unless you got really lucky, maybe. Yeah, maybe. They're probably rare. Bernadoodles. But we would worry about, we'll cross that bridge when we get when, there. When we get there, yeah. Yeah. This is uh, because we talked about being a waitress. And the one thing we oh. never did was waitress. Oh, she works and in Westbury. She offered us to come in for a drink, too. <gasps> we should. Additionally, I would love to treat you ladies to a glass of wine if you'd like to stop by one day. I'll take some vodka. <laughs> she said they're the best panela vodka ever. Okay, we should probably read it. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Hello from Long Island. Yo, what's up, girl? Hi, Ogmo Podcast. My name is Nicole. I'm from Westbury, New York. In your most recent podcast, you talked about waitressing, and I'm a waitress. I'm currently an, a senior in high school, and I've been waitressing for roughly the past two years. I have so many crazy stories, and today I wanted to share one. Okay. One day, this man came in, and my coworkers told me that he owns a strip club in the area. He was surprised he'd never seen me and introduced himself. I was, and still am. 17. He proceeded to tell me, you are so dangerous, and then asked me absurd questions like, do you have butt implants? Is your daddy black? Etc. Even though he knew I was underage because he asked. Anyways, he has asked me multiple times to work for him as a bartender, and he told me numerous as a times- quote unquote- bartender. <laughs> he told me multiple times that he's going to, quote, snatch me up when I turn 18. He has even went out of his way to try and find my Instagram and direct message me telling me to work for him. I am terrified to turn 18 in a few months. Luckily, he has stopped trying to reach me, and hopefully that's the end of it. Things like this happen all the time, but nevertheless, I love my job, and I'm sad to leave for college because I will have to leave my job. Additionally, I'd love to treat you guys to a glass of wine if you want to stop in one day. Wait for Saturday and Sundays. Okay, good to know. Um, and so they have the best panel walk I ever. I'm fucking in. And she said, I forgot to add fix. Here's me and the coworker that I fuck. That's another story. <gasps> Did she say that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should cut out her name and location. I don't know. Why she put it on there? She sounds like she doesn't care. She doesn't give zero fucks. <laughs> uh. Oh my Wait, god! Can we, we talk love about you. this dirty old man who owns a street a strip Ew. club who's coming in, being like, "Oh my god, did Ew. you get butt implants? Yeah, is your daddy black? Because I like your ass. That's what he's trying to say. Come I work for me as a quote unquote bartender. I'm uncomfy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah picture how uncomfy she must have felt. Oh my god! I'm glad he doesn't come in anymore. Yeah, be extra extra safe and mm. be aware of your surroundings and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. And if you feel super uncomfortable and he keeps doing it, then I would definitely go to the place that he works at and be like, "Yo, something like." 
cut the shit out. Tell on him or call the cops or something because that's that sounds dangerous, you know? Like that's not that's not okay. He's trying mm. to reach you on Instagram. Like, no. Very yeah, unprofessional. Definitely cross, especially since he knows that you're 17. You told him that you were 17. Yeah, that's not how you hire somebody. No, no, no. no. This guy that you said you fuck at work looks really familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he? Um, I don't know. I'm already off that email. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> She's over you. Sorry, no, I'm Nicole. not over you. It's because <laughs> if I have to read the next one, I have to start pr- practicing. <laughs> I gotta look. Try to enlarge it as big as possible. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> <God>. <clears throat> All right. That's funny. Well, good for you to have a fuck buddy at work. I mean, just be careful with your damn self. And I love that for yeah, you. yeah, enjoy that. As shit. long as you're both fucking single, all right? Yeah, because you, you don't do fucking. Emails. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that. <gasps> I got tagged in a TikTok yesterday, and somebody was like, "Oh my god, this is like what you read on the podcast." And uh, here, I'll just show you because it's relevant to our podcast. Okay. Oh my god. gift i'm so sorry <laughs> i was his first love yeah that reminds me of the hashtag mom <laughs> hashtag, i wonder if that is a hashtag i always mom. will be his love <laughs> the comments are like damn she wants to fuck her son oh, oh my god and then the comments were like uh i knew she was gonna be nuts when it started with so i was looking through my son's room right and i found a valentine's day gift <sighs> Anyways, I just want to show you that. Ew. Somebody was like, this oh. is like what you read on the It podcast. is. Watch, we'll get an email. So, my boyfriend's mom, she was snooping through his room. <laughs> and then she, she made a TikTok. Imagine. Oh, my God. There's some crazy mofos in this world. Seriously. Oh, my gosh. Mamas, you, listen, you love your child. Your child loves you. That bond will never be broken. Yeah. You need to fucking cut the cord, though. Like, you're not going to marry your child. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I swear, some moms really feel like that. Oh, that's so like, you got crazy. her a gift and not me. It's like, am I dating you? You're my mother. That's so, ew. Weird. Whatever. Weird. Whatever. Okay, okay. moving on. Ooh. Oh, Responding to the email about political differences. How did, we, did we get a good response on that one? It was fine, right? Yeah, it was fine. I Thank liked God. It. I mean, okay. we, we said what, you know, like we said what we thought. That's yeah. all. Okay. So, hey, ladies, in response to the email about the girl that has different political views than her boyfriend, my husband and I have differing opinions when it comes to politics. He's more Republican and I'm more libertarian. That's how you say it? Yeah. As listen, Jerry said, I agree on we 
No. As listen, Jerry said, agree on the important issues, human, human rights, gray, gay rights, abortion issues. You've got to be on the same page for this. I agree. Racial issues, women's rights, guns, etc. Yeah. The other things that we disagree on, they never come up. The only reason we realize that we have these disagreements is because of the most recent election. Mm-hmm. We've been together for seven years, and this is the first time they've actually come up. My personal advice for her is really reflect and see if the issues you disagree disagree on are deal breakers or not. If you decide you can live with the disagreements, you have to be able to respect the differences. If he says a statement you disagree with, it can't be an argument every time. Mm -hmm. My husband knows I disagree on some issues, so he'll give me his opinion, and then I'll give him mine. We try to understand where the other is coming from, and if we can't agree, that's the end of the discussion. However, if it's something that you know will cause fights and a riff in the relationship, then uh, think about that before getting into a long commitment with him. Basically, what I'm saying, politics don't make or break a relationship. Personal values and beliefs can and should. Don't sacrifice what you believe in for somebody else. Make sure those values align. Hopefully that made sense. Thank you, ladies. Jess. Say it louder for the people in the back. Yes, exactly. Exactly what we were trying to say. Exactly. As long as the morals and values of human right issues and things like that. Like, I would not be able to be with somebody that I disagree with on that. Yeah. 100%. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'm so grateful that Zane and I agree on, like, every moral and value in life, literally. And, like, if it wasn't that way, I— I couldn't be in a relationship. Not because that's, you know, like, people are allowed to have different opinions. Because I know that was a lot of what was going on. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, you're allowed to have a different opinion. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'm not going to like you if you think it's okay to hate on a person because of their color, their sexual orientation, anything like that. Like, I'm sorry, I don't have to like you. Yeah. You know? Go do that on your own. Yeah, that's a (laughs) big thing. And to, to— live and have a spouse or a partner or whatever or even a friend that has different morals or values that's important that's yeah that's key Mm -hmm. that's great advice Jess Mm -hmm. that's what we were trying to say yeah that you just said it in a a much more concise way (laughs) yeah she said she sounds educated (laughs) she took what we said and made it sound good yeah she's (laughs) like let let me help you guys out a little bit because you guys struggle You guys have to she remember. Knows us well. You have to remember that we're reading these emails for the first time on the podcast and giving our like raw advice. We like to like give our raw reactions. Can I just tell so you it's going to be a mess. I'm sorry. I okay. fucking hate that I did that to you. <laughs> Can I tell you how many times when I when I'm editing, I go, "Why didn't we say this? Or why would we have said that?" Right? Because it is our gut reaction. Yeah. It, it's like reading it. We don't read these. You know, that's why we ask you guys to title them because we don't want to read through them, figure out what it, you know, Mm -hmm. we want to read it raw. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I like to have our, like, raw reactions. I think that's part of, like, the difference in our podcast versus a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people go through and, like, yeah, like, they'll read it. Maybe not a script, but they, like, know what they're getting themselves into for the episode versus I like that ours is just, like, blind reading the emails i think it makes it different and more unique i agree we're just cool like even that. even though we sound sometimes like we get stuck that's okay. or jerry has really difficult times reading these emails <laughs> so right the power of <laughs> editing like, yeah yeah i just think that's what makes our show more like fun and unique and different all right this is the girl that found out do you remember this one has she had a sister or whatever 
Yeah. While, okay, let me see. I can sum this up real quick. While her dad was on her deathbed, um, she received a random Facebook message saying, hello. Um, She heard the dad was in the hospital. And she said, I have a sister. And she's her mother. Okay, so basically the dad had slept with somebody else. And we were like, wait, where's your mom and dad together? On his his deathbed. He was dying of cancer. Yeah, and she messaged her and said, hey, like, I have a kid with your dad. And she's nine. And you have a sister. And so she said the dad, her dad was still slightly verbal and confirmed, yes, that she had a half-sister. She didn't come to the funeral. And she was asking, like, should she contact her? They live five hours away. What did we say? (laughs) Well, she said, wait, um, almost a year later, the mother hasn't contacted me again after requesting money. Oh, right. So we said no. Forget it. Yeah. Okay. So here's her update. She said, hi, ladies. I'm just listening to the podcast a little bit late, but here's an update that my parents were divorced at the time and my dad was in a relationship with this lady. He apparently only found out about my sister after my sister's mom and dad split up. Oh. Hmm. Thanks for all your advice. It actually helped. I think it's better if I just wait and try to see and contact her until she's a teenager. I agree. That's what we said. Maybe wait for her to contact you. Whew. Okay. Wait. He didn't even know that she had a child with him? I guess not. What the fuck? What? How? What is wrong with people? How do you bear a child for nine months? Give birth to it. Raise it. She fa- he found out about the sister after my mom and dad split up. Okay, so they could have split up while she was pregnant. I'm not sure. So let me retract that. Forget it. Yeah. I don't know. But either way, like, Yeah, they could have you- been in a relationship. They broke up. She was pregnant. He never knew about the baby until years and le- years later. I mean, it does happen all the time. I would fucking but- tell them so fast. But that's- like, yo, you got a baby on the way. <laughs> Just so you know. Yeah, I wonder often why people do or do not. Like, I would love to know, like, in their in their frame of mind, why they wouldn't reach out to the father. Uh-huh. Or maybe they did and he wanted nothing to do with it. You know, you don't know. But, like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, well. Um, yeah, I would wait. I think that's good. I'm glad that our advice helped you a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wait. Is this another one? Okay, so she wrote another email. All right, it's short, so I'll just read it quick. Hey, ladies, I'm listening to the podcast and writing this. For starters, I'm so sorry about how poorly that original email was written. You're fine. So to fill in the details, my sister's mom and my dad dated after my parents split up, so that's not the issue. My dad didn't find out, apparently, till she was born that she existed and only had small part in her life, which was mainly phone calls, and she met him two to three times in her life. So I think that he just didn't even consider her his child because her mother wouldn't let them have a relationship. Mm-hmm. I hope this fills in some gaps for everyone. I think I might just wait till she's older to reach out when she can decide and not her mom. Thanks, love gotcha. you, bye. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so see, yeah. How do you go through a whole pregnancy and not even tell the father? Yeah, like they That's were in wild. a relationship, but I guess it was like long and distances. Maybe or he did like something wrong. Off. Like, yeah. Yeah, maybe he did something and she was like pissed and didn't want her him in her life. Yeah, because he did know since birth, right? So right after she was born, he yeah. found out about her. So, yeah. hmm. Very interesting. Listen, I mean, that's kind of like what happened with my mom and dad, you know? My mom had me and my dad, they, from everything I understand, because unfortunately my mom passed and now my my dad passed. So this is all just piecing together what I've been told. But mm. apparently, like, my dad was married, wanted to really get with my mom. And um, 
my mom's family told him, listen, you, you're married, you have kids, you have a family, just leave her alone, let her thrive. Let her, you know, and that's what he did. And he, you know, like he told me, like, I loved your mom so much. And when you're, when her family said that to me, like, she deserves better, they were right. And I let her go, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so it could have been a situation like this. Like, right. the mother may have said, listen, I'm going to raise this baby on my own. Yeah, you, go you, do, never you, know. you have a family already, mm-hmm. you know? So we don't know what that situation is, but. Yeah. Yeah, you never know what somebody's going through. When your sister gets a little older, if she reaches out to you, that's great. Yeah. That that might be a really awesome thing a little bit later in life that you guys can connect because you have the same father. Not that Mm -hmm. she really knew him, but Mm -hmm. you'll have that, like, emotional bond. bond. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. That'd be good. Okay. Do you remember this one? I don't. Okay, this next one is on Snapchat. Uh, the boyfriend said to some girl, damn shawty, you got a fatty. Oh, I remember it now that you say it. Uh, <laughs> the message was sent on July 4th. I had no idea. I cried to him. He was silent. I asked why he doesn't say anything. He said, I don't know what to say. He texted his friend asking him to explain the story. to his. It was his saying that it was his friend who slid up. And his friend said it was, but I never really got the backstory. My boyfriend cried with me because he knew I was hurt. I eventually got over it. Um... She's now blocked, but whenever I think about it, my heart aches. I trust him, and it's been five months since the whole incident. We've been together a little over a year now. I don't mention it, but it just makes me feel sick to my stomach. I'm worried that he will cheat. Okay. Do you remember what advice you gave? No. What did we say? I think— I, I think. I think it was probably like the same response of, sure, your friend used the mayonnaise. (laughs) You know, it was like, oh, yeah, sure. It was your friend's, your boyfriend's friend who used the phone. Um, I think, I think I remember what we said. Okay. What did we say? I think we said it's not really more so what he did. It's the fact that he was trying to lie and cover it up. You know what? That sounds really smart. (laughs) (laughs) And if If we did it, that's what we should have said. (laughs) That's one of the damn, we should have said this things. (laughs) I wish I could, like, have, like, a, a voiceover as I'm editing. Let's just say we should have said this instead of that. <laughs> you can. Let's update our own advice. Listen, girl. As I'm editing, here's we some new wrong. advice. <laughs> we are wrong. You definitely should not do that. Oh, my God, you guys. I'm sorry. We uh, read so many damn emails and give so much advice. It's it's hard for us to remember. But we have the original email here, so I, I think I remember. Okay. Read her Okay, update. so update. What's happened? Young beautiful ladies well hello here's an update for you guys i hope that the last minute email attached and i think i did it right you did did. anyway so i talked to him it was the best decision i've made we were open and he told me the complete story we even included his friend in the conversation later on after he told me his side the stories were the same and he told me that he would never cheat because he's been cheated on and the pain was Horrible. He assured me that the only I'm the only one he wants to marry and live with. I guess all I was doing was overthinking. It didn't turn into an argument like I feared it would. That fear comes from the past relationships, I think. And don't worry, I internally laughed when I saw the damn shorty, you got a fatty, part <laughs> two. He um he never talks like that, so I knew it was if it was him. I knew if it was him, he he was definitely drunk. He's been drunk around me before, so I know how he is. Not flirty with other girls. Matter of fact, the one time he told his mom's friend, who is 
like twice his age, said he couldn't talk to her because he has a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he was wasted. Uh, anyway, thank you, ladies, for the advice, and I'm excited to hear you read the email. Um, I've attached some photos. Okay. One carving pumpkins for Jerry's favorite holiday. <laughs> um, okay, I mean that sounds fine. It sounds like he was an honest. He's an honest guy, I guess. That it was just like a stupid thing. Oh, that he's maybe got his the little chin, did. the butt chin. <laughs> he's got the butt chin. <laughs> I like guys with butt chins. I mean, not that I like your guy. I'm just if I could shut up, Jerry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa's dying. She's like, oh my God, Jerry, just bury yourself. Take it take your hole deeper, Jerry. <laughs> Listen, oh just because I made a joke about turning ever in for a newer model doesn't mean I'm really gonna do it, okay? <laughs> but his butt chain. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. Um <clears throat> Okay. Seriously, I'm happy for you. Yeah. And if you trust and you believe, and it seems like he's authentic, especially since something that he wouldn't ever say, and yeah. his friend was in on the conversation, go for it, girl. Yeah, sounds great. I think you made a great decision. You talked with him. You talked with the friend. You feel clarity. You're fine. Great job. We're <laughs> proud of you. We are proud of you. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, now please pause while we find out what the <laughs> fuck the next one is. <laughs> Oh, the different political views. Oh. It's an update on the original one. Oh, because we said we if it was down to... Okay, go ahead. Okay. You got this whole thing, Liz. So this is the original email. If you missed it, you can listen to the whole email. The episode is called Different Political Views and Then Your Partner or something like yeah. that, we titled it, um, where she was like, is this going to ruin our relationship, basically? And where we responded to that was... It depends on your morals and values. That's where we would say it's a deal breaker. So she wrote in an update. Here we go. Hey, gals. She said, I promise I'm a good person. I'm shaking writing this update because I can't believe you read my email. Okay, okay. So let's get into what you really care about. It's boring, but the things that we disagree on are basically just core beliefs of each party. For example, taxes, government funding, government involvement in personal business and affairs, etc. All the boring stuff. We've always agreed. <laughs> we've always agreed on topics that have a clear moral right and wrong. Example, equality, immigration, etc. So I think y'all are saying is that we're good. Yeah. But... The way that I see it is that in the future, I will typically vote with the Republican Party, unless, of course, that person running is a terrible human being, like racist and homophobic, etc., and he will typically vote with the Democratic Party. Do people generally start caring about politics more as they get older or have the past however many years just been so crazy that it seems like a bigger issue than it is? Also, update, we're getting a puppy together. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, that's all. Sorry this isn't more juicy. Aww. <laughs> this is exactly Congratulations we on your puppy. <laughs> um... Do you get now? I gotta tell you that um, I think these past fucking four or five years, the elections, I think all that has just been so crazy. I don't think if you guys agree, like we said, on all the core moral shit, mm-hmm. I think you can vote Republican, he can vote Democrat, mm-hmm. and you guys will just be fine because mm-hmm. everybody truly is entitled to their own opinion mm-hmm. and beliefs, you know, as I- long as the core things are. Set for sure, and like if you're disagreeing on like taxes and shit like that, like at the end of the day, like whatever's the law is going to be the law. So like you guys can't decide what you're going to do with your money together. So it's not like it's going to be a fight between your finances. Like you got to pay how much taxes you got to pay, and that's it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you guys can disagree on it all you want, but you got to do what you got to do. You know, so it's 
I would say if it becomes an issue where you guys are arguing about money, then maybe, but I don't see how that would stem mm-hmm. from this. Like the government, if you guys disagree on government involvement in your personal business and stuff, then like you can't change that. Right. You know what I mean? You can vote for who you want to vote for, but yep. the results are the results and you aren't able to change it. And yeah. I think as long as it's not a conversation that you guys have over every night, wait, it's not a conversation that you have over dinner every night. Sorry, yeah. that was hard for me to get out. Um, <clears throat> I don't think as you grow older, this will become an issue. If it's something that you guys do find once a week, you guys are chatting about like, tax issues or this kind of issues, then yes, I do honestly believe it would become an issue because the older you get, the more involved you tend to be with like Each stuff other's like money and stuff. taxes. Well, just like school taxes and town yeah. taxes and property taxes and all, all the other things outside of just like personal income taxes. Um, but if that's an issue that you guys already discussed, then I do believe that it could be a little eh, as you get older if you guys are so on different Yeah, but nothing sides. to end the relationship yeah. over. I think it, as long as you're able to discuss it, like that other girl who wrote in about your thing, you're allowed to have different opinions. You could put out your side, let him yeah. put out his side if you don't come to an agreement. Because Fine. I'll tell you what, I'm sure there are certain things that have been brought to my attention that make you go, oh, yeah. but you know, mm-hmm. so maybe if you hear out his side or he right. hears out your side, it'll help you better understand where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. And then if at the end of the day you don't agree, that's fine. Right. I was going to say that too. Like try like when you do have a conversation about it with him, like try not to make it hostile. Just like hear each other out and be like, all right, uh, I'm glad you feel that way. I just don't agree, but that's agree fine. Disagree. It's okay. Yeah. Agreeing to disagree is a thing mm-hmm. and that's Absolutely. okay. That doesn't mean that you're not compatible as partners or whatever. Like you have those morals and values that align. And if you don't agree on fucking taxes, then like, okay, agree to disagree. Who gives a shit? Like we have to pay our taxes at the end of the day. So who cares? We can't change it. <laughs> you know? So I don't think it's a big deal. And like you said in your original email, I'm pretty sure that you guys don't even really discuss politics at all anyway. So who really cares? <laughs> you yeah. know, I think, yeah, I would agree that the last however many years have just been a fucking shit show. I've never seen it like this as far as I can remember. So um, and I think that as you get older, I don't think that age like really. I mean, I guess because then you start paying. It's like then like uh, presidents matter more as you get older, I guess, because of their laws that they're putting in place, et cetera. So I guess you do care a little more as you get older. But if you're not a person that's like highly invested in politics, I don't think one day when you're an adult, you're going to be just highly invested in politics all of a sudden, you know, just fucking coming out of the whole podcast. No, you're a hundred percent right. Let's hundred percent. Right. Wow. Look at this one. We have to all agree to disagree. Sometimes this one is big and bold and I like it. Okay. But let me find out what it was about. Okay. This is good at that shit. You know, I really want to, I want, I aspire to be like you. When you read, you just read so well. You want to be like me when you grow up. I want to be like you when I grow up. (laughs) You just read so well. I miss being able to read well. See, I'll BTW. I am addicted to that book I got from the library. I'm like only this many pages away from the end and I'm so sad. Nice. That's good. I have to find another book. Mm. Guys. Sorry, Alyssa. I have to. Listen, guys, I need recommendations of very easy, readable, easily readable books. Like, layman's terms. And you want nonfiction. I want nonfiction. Just like fun read. Oh, no, the one I'm reading is like a murder mystery. Like, okay, yeah. yeah, like but that's he's fun just for you. like fucking, yeah, it is true. It is fun for me, but yeah, drama. But I I feel as I'm reading this book, I'm sitting there. Like he's, it's a, a short book. It's not, it's maybe two, 300 pages, 
But uh, it's so well written, in my opinion, that I feel like I'm right there. Like I could picture the exact layout of his house, and I feel like I'm in That's the room, sick. sort of. You yeah. know what I mean? So, if any of you guys have um, recommendations, I'd love some. So write them in the group. That's write them awesome. when we post this. I'd appreciate it. On what? Like when we post this in the Facebook. Oh, group. oh, oh! Yeah, yeah, just write some book recommendations. Mm-hmm. We could do that as Saturday shenanigans too. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um. Although maybe just reading off book titles would be kind of boring. Oh, maybe. Anyways, um, what did we say? Oh, I can read out loud just fine. But if I had to write this in my head, I would be here for an hour. Really? <laughs> yeah, so like so- I like read the same line over and over again. Okay, so this one, ready? You're going to remember this. They, okay, her best friend, they gave her a surprise party on the day she was going to get married. She called off the wedding. They called it a thank you next party, but she ended up bringing her new boyfriend to the party and she was late and then she acted rude to everyone and she was the first to leave and she didn't want anything to do with them and they threw her a party. So she went to her place, they went to her place to talk. It was terrible. She never stopped screaming at us, saying nasty things. She, they waited for her to say anything, thank us, tell us to fuck off, anything, and she never said nothing. Um, later that night, the ex-friend sent a long text basically saying that we're shitty friends and she's done more for us than we have done for her and that me talking about her to things was a burden. Wow. Now, am I messed up? I'm afraid to talk to anyone about things. I can't talk with my husband because he acts like an ass. Love you, babe. How do I fix myself? I feel broken, like I'm a burden. I keep telling myself I'm too old for this shit, but I can't help but feel like this. Okay? I think you need new friends. That's probably what we said. So here we go. Here's the update. What's poppin'? Listen, Jerry, how the hell are you? I'm okay. Thanks for asking. Thanks so much. I'm listening to the latest episode, and I decided that I would update you on the email. So, this past weekend, I got a text from her ex-fiance saying that she wanted to reconnect with me because she misses me, and losing my friendship was the hardest thing she's ever been through. Oh, poor thing. But the truth is, her, quote, perfect new life is falling apart. Mm -hmm. She moved in with a new boyfriend after only knowing and being with him for like three months, and now it's not working out. She wants to move back in with her (laughs) ex-fiancé and try to get her friends back. Except she does not want to take responsibility for her actions. And after listening to you read my email and give your advice, I kept your words close to my heart. I talked to my friend Kayla and my husband and was able to come to the conclusion that I don't need that friendship. I know my worth and I will not be a friend out of convenience. I will not let her or anyone make me feel like I did before. So with all that being said, thank you ladies so much. You two are amazing women. Keep up the good work and keep changing the world. I hope this made sense. Before I end this email, I want to leave you with a quote that I recently heard that stuck with me. You don't have to forgive and forget. You remember and recover. Okay, love you. Bye. Wow. Okay, can I fucking applaud you? Do you hear, everybody, do you hear this? I love that for you. She is putting herself first. She is not going to take her back out of convenience. You don't need a friend of convenience. They're there when they need you, not there when they're busy with their new boyfriend, you know. And I really hope the ex-fiance is not considering her taking her back because that's pretty fucked up because wasn't it on their wedding? Yeah. He's calling you saying she wants you back. And she wants me back. Oh, no, my new boyfriend isn't working. Let me go back to my ex and my old friends that I was so fucking mean to and not own up to anything. No, thanks. Have a say. Thank you. Next. Next. Exactly. Throw that shit right back at her. Oh, you want to thank you next party? There you go. Thank you next. Really? I'm proud of you. You stand your ground. And listen, 
I know Alyssa mentioned it in the last episode. You're going to miss those memories. I'm sure that you're going to maybe miss her sometime. Something's going to remind you and you just hold your ground. Mm-hmm. Stay it's strong. Like, it's like going through a relationship breakup. And it's like after the relationship breakup, you just think of all the amazing memories yeah. that you had. But oh you don't God, remember the shitty him. shit. Right. Yeah. Think right. of the shitty shit. Think of the <laughs> shitty shit. If Not you that start, that'll make you feel no, better. But, but if you start thinking of the good shit and you feel yourself starting to miss us, think about the like, whole she fucking... Was a fucking bitch. How about she walked out on the fucking party you were throwing her? Yeah. Yeah, fuck her. Said I'm shit, proud of you. Screamed in your face. Yeah, no. Proud of you. Okay, so this next one is the one... She said, I'm unhappy, but at the same time, I feel happy, and I can't explain why I'm unhappy. She said she's 24, been in a relationship for two years. They moved in four months ago, and they've been fighting at least once a week, bickering, loud arguments. They always get past it and say it's because they're stressed, because of their work and everything, and he comes home and she's sleeping. Um, There's multiple times in the relationship where she decides that they shouldn't be together, but then they end up staying together. He's constantly drinking, basically cannot go five days without without an alcoholic drink, Um, and they've been physical with each other. I remember this one. Um, part of me knows that we shouldn't be together, but part of me doesn't understand anything that I feel, and sometimes I feel like I'm becoming numb. Okay? Okay. Okay. She says, so I did it today. As I'm typing this now, is my ex-boyfriend. He's packing things up and getting out. It was so hard for me to listen to y'all's response to my email. I cried the whole time and had such a hard time listening. Last night, while I was at work, my boyfriend decided to get drunk yet again and start an argument over something little. I've decided I'm done, and I feel free. Now to focus on myself and get my RN license and hopefully a travel job. Y'all are seriously those friends that just tell us what we need to hear. I love you all. Here is to hoping that I can keep positive and stay strong. You absolutely can. It's amazing, right? Isn't this amazing? This is amazing. Um, It's going to be hard. But you did the hardest part. Making that decision, making him pack his bags, making him leave was the hardest part. Now it's a road to recovery. You know, like now you have to focus on you, get your shit together. Learn to love yourself again because being in a relationship that makes you doubt yourself or there's issues, there's fighting, it it makes you doubt yourself, you know? So learn to love yourself, put yourself first, focus on getting your RN license, travel, live it up, girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I'm really proud of you. Like really, really proud of you. That's a hard thing to do, but Mm -hmm. you did it and I'm proud. Um, yeah, it sounds like your relationship was kind of falling apart slowly and you were just comfortable because that's why you wanted to stay. But at the end of the day, I think that the fact that you feel free after doing it is like a sign that you made the right decision for sure. Like you feel free after leaving your relationship where Mm -hmm. in your relationship you should feel comfort, you know. So I think you made a beautiful decision and I'm proud of you for doing that because that's not easy that he's packing his shit and leaving. That's hard. That's what I'm saying. That's the hardest part. Yeah. And All right. This, this one's you. Done. Yeah, this one's you. Um, response to the girl with the toxic mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a long one. That's why I said it's you, girl. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Jerry and Alyssa. I'm catching up on the episodes, and I listened to the one titled She Got COVID, where you guys read an email from an 18-year-old girl with a toxic mom struggling to stay under the same roof as her. I have some similar experience, and I wanted to share my advice. To give some background, my parents sounded very similar to yours. Very, oh, she's talking to the girl. 
That's so cute. That's so sweet. Do you remember that email? I remember yeah. that email. Okay. Yeah. Very traditional with little understanding of mental health. Very anti-LGBTQ+, against tattoos, basically conservative to the core. When I was in high school, my mom and I used to have explosive fights where I would scream and yell. And a lot of that had to do with my untreated mental illness. And basically, I had no sense of what healthy communication looked like. I was also overweight, so a lot of my mom and I's relationship was centered on her trying to fix me. And felt like, and I felt like I... It was so I wouldn't embarrass her and that really hurt me. I was so desperate to get out of my house and felt smothered because nothing I did was good enough. Oh my gosh. I went to college in a city six hours away, so I was finally away from my parents physically. That This is that... Sorry. This is when I started to explore how to grow and heal. So I started seeing a therapist through my school and was formally diagnosed and began a medication regimen. I kept it hidden from my parents for a long time. And when I finally did mention it, I got the response from my mom of, you don't need medicine. You're just nervous. This is all blown out of proportion, blah, blah, blah. And exactly what I expected from her. Between the space... Between the space between us and the time that she had to think it all through, over time, it very slowly turned to a more understanding relationship. I think she felt sad for me, which kind of worked in my favor because deep down she wanted me to be happy. So whatever way that would happen, she began to support. I'm now 25 and we have the best relationship ever. There's definitely still some things that are hard to talk with her about. Also, I don't have to tell her everything. Plus, I've been in therapy for a long time and trying to work through the pain and heal. As for tattoos, this has been more of a recent battle. My dad absolutely hates tattoos, which I didn't know until my 18th birthday when I got my first one. And he said some of the meanest things ever to me about how they make me look ugly and I ruined my body, etc. I got a few more in college and one day he called me and said if I got any more that they would cut me off at at the time they were paying for some of my school loans. So that really scared me. The next ones I got after that, up until recently, I kept hidden, which was easy since we didn't see each other often until I decided to spend an extended period of time with them due to the pandemic. I don't want to wear long sleeves in the Texas summer, so I instead decided to show up at their house with my tattoos proudly displayed. I could tell my dad noticed and was very unhappy about it, but he didn't say anything. It's now been a few months about, and our relationship has gotten stronger as well, and there has been nothing said to me about my tattoos. Sorry for the long personal story. The point is that I wanted to say you have to choose to do what's best for you. If you want to live your life as a proud member of the LGBTQ plus community, do it. If you want to acknowledge your mental health issues so you can heal and be stronger, do it. If you want to get tattoos and express yourself on your body, do it. Your parents will either learn to support you down though the road may be bumpy or they would chisel themselves out of your future. That decision is on them and all they can do and all you can do is live your life unapologetically. If you have to move out to be at peace, then make it work. It will be worth it. I told my story about how it worked for me, but unfortunately that won't be the same for everybody and that's okay. You have a path that you're meant to take and if it's without them, then so be it and choose every deci- and choose to make every decision for you. I hope that helps. I truly wish you the best and pray that your heart heals along the way. Wow. Wow. Beautifully said. She said her name is Kristen and we could say her name Kristen. That was very beautifully said and I'm so happy for you. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't give in to the threats. She did what she wanted to do. She got more tattoos. She went to a therapist. And do you hear that? She's thriving. Mm-hmm. Her relationship with her mother is so much better. Her relationship with her father is better. Because there's a point where are they really going to disown you because you got another tattoo? They threat. They're going to say, you get another tattoo. Yeah, we're going to cut you out mm-hmm. of our life. But are they really over a tattoo? On my body. You know, like. That's so I funny. I understand, That's so like, if you're underage. 
But if you're an adult and you're adulting and you're you're adulting out, and you're out on your own doing your thing, who just because they're your parents, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. doesn't have they don't have a right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think she said it like. Beautifully. It's like they're either going to learn to just accept you because you're happy or they won't, and that's on them. Which, like, I mean, we've talked about this so many times, but like, if they don't, it's just so annoying. (laughs) She's so dumb. I know. I was really pissed off when it, when she, when this started, I was really pissed off. I'm like, wow, look at that mother. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, you don't need that, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, like, that's so hurtful. But mm-hmm. she didn't let it stop her. And that's what I mean. Like, you have to, Alyssa says it all the time, it's your life, you got to live for you. You yeah. have to do what's best for you. Yeah. And this, in this case, it turned out beautifully because you still have a relationship with both your parents. But yeah, there's a chance that the parents may cut you out of their life and stuff. But at, this, at, at the end of the day, you'll be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't live life for them. Mm-hmm. I just don't get why people care what other people do with their body like the dad saying like oh you like why are you telling me your opinion about my body like oh you ruined your body you you look ugly it's like keep your opinion to yourself that's a beautiful thing to say to your daughter you look yeah. ugly. you ruined that's i think it's just like a generational thing you know it's like hey i don't know i don't know Keep your opinions to your fucking self. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. And like, listen, as their parents, when you're under 18 and you're living under the roof of your parents, I understand you should respect them and their rules and stuff like that. Doesn't mean you have to not believe what you want to believe, but I'm saying there's certain things. Like if your parents are against tattoos, then you wait until you're 18 and you can do what you want because by then you're an adult and shit like that. But, you know, like I, I just, I'm glad that people are becoming more aware of Independent thinking, mm-hmm. being able to be your own true self. Yeah. You know, like, sure, your parents are going to do the best. I did my best raising my kids just because I believe something doesn't mean my kids believe the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I did my best trying to raise my kids morally correct. And then everything else is on them, you know, like, yeah. and I want them to be free and be independent thinking and stuff like that. I mean, that's. I don't know. I always say that, like, don't you want your kids to thrive? You want your kids to be better mm-hmm. and have more and just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she even said she's 25 now. So, like, like you said, like, at, to a certain age, like, I wish that I didn't get my tattoo when I was fucking 17 or 18 or whatever the hell I was. You know, like, so, like, I get what you're saying. Like, if they're below the age, I'd be like, mm, you should wait. Right. Because, like, I would be like, if my daughter asked me, I'd be like, I got a tattoo and I fucking hated it, so I'm gonna make you wait. Yeah, <laughs> wait until eighteen. She might, she might be mad at me, but you know. But at twenty five, yeah. I mean, yeah. Amani wanted a tattoo for the longest time, and now that he's actually old enough to he get it, he's want. like, I don't want it yet. Yeah, and it's it just goes to show you. It, yeah, and parents are never oh, parents aren't always right, mm-hmm. and kid you know the kids aren't always right and that's it's like just having an open discussion and a lot of the times it does get heated when it doesn't need to get heated but if you stand your you know like this is really important for me i believe in this if your parents don't feel the same way you're okay to still keep your beliefs Mm -hmm. you know like um the lgbtq plus community if if you feel strongly for them even if you're not part of it but even if you feel strongly supporting them and your parents don't you can still feel strongly in supporting them you know you don't have to go by what your parents say 
Uh-huh. You know, getting a tattoo on your body at 15, yes, you have to go with what they say because yeah. they're your parents, you you know. But, yeah. Wow, we we did. There was a lot of goodies today. I love it. Isn't there one more? It, there is. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's short. It's funny to end off on. Okay. Are you reading it? Me reading it? Yeah, you read it. Hi, Alyssa and Jerry. I just want to say I love you guys. I watch your videos list and podcast while I work. Yay for Instacart delivery. Oh, yeah. awesome. Anyway, my friend from Australia came to visit me pre-COVID, and we were hanging out in Seattle at this local park. While we were there, there was a nude bike ride happening. <gasps> no! Because we talked about the nudists lately. No! I had no idea what was going on since I don't live in that area. We just drove there to explore. Well, we explored, all right. <laughs> the look on my friend's face said it all. I was dying laughing, and luckily she wasn't too scarred. We laugh about it, but definitely was not expecting that. Anyway... Oh. Oh Hope God. they made you laugh. Okay, love you. Bye. Ew, that sounds so uncomfortable. Think riding- of like sweaty balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, riding a bike. I naked? would just have to. What about stick- a vagina sitting I- on the seat? Oh, girl, I would fucking do like a suction cup dildo. <laughs> put it on the seat. I'll be like bouncing, riding my bicycle. No! Biggest Kool Aid smile on my face. Damn, look at that girl. She all happy and shit. <laughs> no oh my god that's uh yeah that's just a wee bit uncomfortable and then when you get sweaty then you're all slippery on the <laughs> or or if you get really excited from the dildo going in and no! out of riding the bike that's gonna cause a little slippage too <laughs> i wait a nude bike run that's interesting no thank you all the flat squished asses that you have to look at while you're riding your bike <laughs> That's not a good view. <laughs> no. <laughs> say no. Oh. That's hysterical. You accidentally went so into... Yeah, my friend from Australia, let's just go explore the city. <laughs> there you go. That's hysterical. You tits and penises flopping everywhere. Oh, my God. That's... Oh. Okay, well... I want to go Google Pictures now. <laughs> like, maybe they have the, the... Nipple pasties? The, the shirt, the... You know, the number? Oh, across Maybe, their chest? Yeah, like the bibs. Is that the right? Yeah, uh, the number bibs. Maybe they like cover a little bit. At least undies, probably. I'm going to have to She's go Google. She's going to go Google. I'm well, on that note, go. everybody, thank you so much for listening <laughs> to today's episode. We love you all so much. Um, if you want to send an email, agamilpodcast at gmail.com. That's A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast. At gmail.com. If you also want to follow us on Instagram, that's just at Augmail. There's also an email button on there. You can just hit that. It'll open up the email app. And you can just send it right then and there. It's really easy. Shop our merch, teespring.com slash That's all for today. <gasps> okay, okay, love, love you. you. Bye. Bye.